it's been the okay of me taking it and willing to take that and willing for them to say that it, it was hard for me at first because I thought so much about what are they going to say? They're not going to believe in me. They don't believe, you know, the whole thing, the judgment, the judgment. And it doesn't have to be bad judgment. Like judgment isn't always a bad thing. It's just the, their, their, their way of thinking or how they look towards me or what, what the reputation I have and stuff. So yeah, no, I, that made it easier for me. It was liberating when I took the choice to, to be okay with that, be okay with whatever they were going to think. Welcome girls to the get up girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Isn't it tomorrow? Well, there's a story behind that. (laughs) I know it's right. Both. Yeah. Yeah, It's both. (laughs) Welcome to the get up girl podcast. I am your gal and your host, Joanna Vargas. And we are live here on all the channels where you can watch the video. So if you are listening to this podcast and you like to see things, if you're a visual person, please hop over to my Facebook page or YouTube, and you can watch us live there. So I'm here with Salome Valdez, and this is Two Chicks and a Mic. Bring this to you every month where she and I just talk. We talk about what's in our world, what's coming up, and gift you different tools that you can use in your life that will help shift and create more. And are you willing to actually create more for your life? I was listening to a podcast this morning, and she was talking about that, about Like, are we willing to have more? Are we like, I'm good. I just want a little bit more. No, like more. And we're taught to not want more. There must be something wrong with us if we want more. And I noticed that, Salome, because every time I'll post something on Instagram and I'll talk about, would you like more, more possibilities? It doesn't ring for people. It's almost like I could feel it. Like people are like, more? I'm not supposed to want more. I'm supposed to be good. I'm noticing that. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then I heard that on the podcast this morning. So Salome, tell us about your outfit as well, because we just started chatting as we went live. I was about to say something in lines of what you were going to talk about wanting more, but I'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, Yes, it's Mexican Independence Day. It's Mexico Independence Day. Viva Mexico. And it's pretty much, it's like a two-day thing. It's 15th and the 16th. I know a lot of people get a lot of confused, but the, the grito was actually set on the 16th, but they celebrated on the 15th, so it's both days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I would like to uh, talk Wait, about no, this. Tell us about your outfit. Oh, oh, yeah. I was wondering about the outfit. Who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Yeah, who are you wearing? <laughs> I, uh, my mom got me these earrings for my birthday. And this is the first time I'm wearing them. Oh, it goes really well with my yeah. uh, slightly uh, light burgundy top, Mexican top with embroidered 
flowers, colorful flowers on it. I have a lot of Mexican tops. I'm very prideful, uh, but I love wearing these kinds of tops. And I thought, why not wear it right now and make it memorable that it was uh, 15 de septiembre. You know what I never asked you? Did you ever dance folklorico? I did when I was a child and I've been really thinking about going back and doing it again. It's it's a really fun dance and workout as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom still did it for years. She just recently stopped doing it. And I, I really, I, I think I would love to do it again. It's a lot of footwork and a lot of stamina. It's an arm workout, holding up those skirts. Well, the skirts are very heavy. Yes, they are. Yeah, so anybody listening, uh, Folklorico is a dance from Mexico, but then I also did flamenco. No, did I did? No, I did um, Jalisco with the white. Anyway, so my mom, I remember her, she had my sister and myself and she would sew the costumes. And so it's two big circles. So she would be in the living room and she would lie out the material and she'd make a big circle, right? And then she would make another circle. So each skirt needed two circles so that when you ha you held it up all the way to the top, you know, if you can't see me, but that's how the skirts can make those big circles and waves. Oh my gosh. And then holding that up at eight years old and your arms and I'd be like, my arms hurt. Yeah. I had some guns at eight years old. Yeah. It was like nine when I did it too. <laughs> we got to find photos. I was thinking about that. I'm like, where are my photos? And then my mom made me like these trenzas, like these fake braids. It looks so cheesy. If you looked close up, it was made out of yarn. Yeah, made out of yarn. Yep. <laughs> and it had a headband on it. Oh my gosh. But just don't look close from far away. It looks really cool. So anyway, okay, great. Let's jump into why are we talking about this, about what is your reality? So tell me about the story that you brought up today that we wanted to chat about. I've been so inspired by these different interviews that I've been watching. Now, if you haven't heard yet, Brandon Fraser is back in the game. He's back in Hollywood. Uh, in my mind, he never left. I, he's, I've always been a fan of his, but he was blacklisted from Hollywood. He was part of that list of celebrities that have been blacklisted and you no longer see on movies and stuff like that. There's a new movie that uh, is out or is going to be out, and it's called The Whale. And they, I just recently watched an interview with the whole cast, and the director and writer were talking. The director said, for some reason, 10 years ago, he, he, he thought that it wouldn't be a good time to do it. Now, uh, this is his words directly. He said that 10 years later... Casting Brandon Fraser was the right time, the right actor, the right person to do it. And I think, wow, isn't that fascinating how something was in the making for 10 years and then now it's like a full explosion with this movie. And I wonder if he would have made it when he thought about the movie, what would have been the solution of that? Would it have been another actor? It maybe it wouldn't have been as big as now. So that's my my awareness with this interview. And I thought, man, this is pretty amazing. Because there's been a lot of times, too, with myself, um, for those that don't know, I have a dance company and I think about ideas. And there's been ideas where I've had for, I still have in my list and I haven't used them yet, but I take them out when I think, oh, this, this, feels, this feels all right to do it, you know? So... That's pretty much my awareness that I've had so far. And when I was watching this interview, I just started to think and, and question what, wow, 
I wonder what he was thinking about and what he was feeling and what 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 made him think that this was the the time to do it. That makes me think about creations in my life and all creations where sometimes they they're not ready to be born yet, but mm-hmm. they do want to be born or they're ready to be born to somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a, an idea person. I'm an ideator. Is that what you call it? Ideation. That's one of my big strengths finders. If you've done the strengths finders test, one of my six highest strengths is ideas. It's number one for me, ideation, where I can come up with ideas over and over and over again. But there's many times where I know it's not going to create the most if I create them at that moment, or are they for me? Sometimes they just want to be born, but maybe it's not for me. It's for somebody else. Or, you know, I can give that idea to somebody else, or I just know, cool, this idea wants to be born and it'll jump to somebody else. And it's being willing, Salome, to be the person that's looked on as flighty. Like, oh, Joanna, don't you want to do this? And my awareness is it's not right now. Because I'll ask, you know, would you like to, would you like to go now? Would you not like to? Okay, yes, no. And it's like a yes, no, I'll get. And it's really teaching my body how to give me the yes, no mm. feeling. Because I know that many times I'm looked at as like, Joanna, come on, what are you waiting for? And I'm going to use this as an example, Salome. Like the speaking engagements. I'm starting to speak on stage. And this is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time at least 12 years, because I can remember the moment when I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to speak on stages, but it, it just wasn't, it wasn't the time yet. It wasn't, it wasn't going to create the most at that moment for me. And now I feel like I'm the overnight success of a speaker that took 25 years. It took 25 years, but it feels like everybody's like, wow, you're so great on the mic. You're a speaker. Nah, of course you've spoken before. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, I've been on the mic a gazillion times, but I've never officially been on stage and spoken, if you know what I mean, right? I'll jump in, but thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours I've been on the microphone. Yeah. And then so it's an overnight success that took 25 years in the making. But if I would have chosen it, Salome, 12 years ago, just like the director from the Brendan Fraser, the well movie, it's like it probably would have not looked the same. I would have not had the same journey. Um, it wasn't going to create what it created now. So I like to ask, what is going to create the future I desire? What's going to like create it to the, to the best that I could see right now? And it wasn't that. So anything else that comes to mind for you when you have a creation, an idea that wants to be born and it's like, should I do this? And you start to jump into other people's realities of, yes, you should do it. You're going to lose it. What if somebody else does it? Oh, yes. So many times I've had uh, my my great supporters kind of tell me, yeah, you should do it now. Uh, you, it's what if you're not able to do it later? You know, things like that. And then I start thinking, oh, maybe it's true. Oh, I start feeling bad. Oh, I'm going to do it for them. Then I start thinking, I'm going to do it for them, not for myself. Yep. Then I start thinking like that too. So that's something that uh, I've definitely gotten better at and separating those emotions as well. And it's, it's, 
it's been really good because I feel really good with the choices. What comes up to me is the scarcity mindset. It's like mm. the scarcity. If I don't do it right now, this is the last opportunity I'm ever going to get. Mm. I have to take it. I have to do it. I'm going to use this as an example, Salome. I was asked to speak at that event, uh, an event last week. And when I was asked, I went into scarcity. I automatically said, oh my God, I have to do it. Because if I say no, I'm going to lose this opportunity. And this is the only one I'm ever going to get. I have to do it. I have to do it. And then I took a pause. I'm like, wait, Joanna, ask a question. You haven't even asked a question yet. You went right into conclusion that this is the only event and I have to do it because this is the only way that's going to lead me to what I would like to do on stages. So I took a pause. I asked a question, you know, like if I choose this, will it create the future I desire? And I kept getting a yes, Salome. I kept getting a yes, even though it was like, oh my gosh, I have to get a sub. I have to, I have an event. I have all these things that I have to do on paper. Logically, it seemed like I should say no. Logically. Joanna, you don't have the time. You're so busy. Logically, I was going to burn myself out. But I kept getting a yes. I kept getting a choose this, choose this, choose this. I was going to scarcity. Like, I have to do this now. I chose it and it was so light and ease, right? And so that's one thing about the scarcity. I also wrote down reality jumper. I'm a reality jumper. And I know you are too, Salome. Most of us are. Most of us are until we actually... I'm going to say, just know it or admit it or say it out loud. But I jump into other people's realities all the time. I jump into their worlds and I take on what they think I should do. Mm -hmm. Right. So if everybody around me is like, Joanna, you should do this event and come on or, or you should start this business or come on, you should do this or this party, you should do it. I learned not to jump into the reality anymore because I used to jump and I went, yeah, they're right. I have to do it. Um, I could see what they saw. I'll jump, but now I pause and I'll know when I'm jumping and go, okay. But it's willing, Salome, to, for me, and you tell me if it's different for you. It's willing for me to be looked on as like, oh, Joanna, she's, she's missing out. Yeah. She's missing out. Like if your friends are like, Salome, you should do this. Are you willing to take their, you're crazy, Salome, you need to do this. I think they're just projecting their own things onto you. So what do you think about that? I absolutely agree with that because, and it's, it's been the okay of me taking it and willing to take that and willing for them to say that it, it was hard for me at first because I thought so much about what are they going to say? They're not going to believe in me. They don't believe, you know, whole thing, the judgment, the judgment. And it doesn't have to be bad judgment. Like judgment isn't always a bad thing. It's just the the the, the way of thinking or how they look towards me or what what the reputation I have and stuff. So yeah, no, I that made it easier for me. It was liberating when I dis I decided or took the choice to to be okay with that, be okay with whatever they were gonna think. I just had a big aha. It's like I. I'm not a yes girl, but I'm a yes girl when somebody believes in me. Mm. So when somebody believes, Joanna, you could do this. You're so great at this. I'll say yes because they believe in me. But I'm not really a yes girl to say yes to everything, but I'm the yes girl in the other way. I never really saw it that way until this moment right now. Ooh, that's good. 
Okay, so let's go back to Brandon Frazier and about choosing what other people choose. So what is your reality? So the director of the movie, The Well, his reality was to choose it 10 years later. But if everybody else's reality is like, no, you should do this now. You have this great script. We, we're, we need to fund it. We're losing money. Go ahead. Even if Brandon Fraser was on the blacklist, he chose him. Chose him. It's, it was his reality. Mm-hmm. And in this reality, though, we could hear, do what you want to do. Forget what everybody else thinks. Like all those sayings we've heard already. And they're not working. At least for me. They worked. Salome, they were a band-aid for many, many, many years. It worked. And then I hit a ceiling. And I'm like, okay, but I'm still... I'm still taking a step forward and two back. I'm still taking two steps forward and four back. What's going on here, Joanna? What's going on? I had to really make the demand of me going, okay, I've done self-development for 15 years and I'm still stuck. What is this? Mm -hmm. And that's when I went on that journey and go, oh, that's what the get up girl, we teach different tools here that are different than this reality because those are just band-aids. They're band-aids are going to take you And if they're working for you, great. And if they light you up, great. And if you're looking for more, then we're your gals. Well, the different perspectives as well, Joanna. I think that also when we talk, we explore with with the with our within ourselves. You just it just happened right now when you said, "Oh, I didn't even notice that about uh, that I'm this person." And I've done that before too when we're speaking, and especially with this uh, two chicks in a mic episodes. And that's what I love about our conversations that we're not afraid to say uh-oh or ooh all moments live because that's why I love these conversations because we're learning while we're speaking we're we're exploring we're choosing too while we're speaking and this is why I always tell our audience this is this is a conversation that we invite everybody to also explore with us like even though you're not live speaking to us Something might be an aha moment for you as well while you're listening to this. I'm writing down some notes because when I or you have that little, oh, those moments where yeah. you said it's live. Every time I'm like, I look up and I'm like, huh, I could feel when I'm lying to myself. Every oh. time I stop myself, I could feel the lies as they're coming out of the, the my mouth. I'm like, oh, that's a lie. Oh, I never saw it that way. Mm-hmm. And I now I have discernment of when I'm lying. And when mm-hmm. it feels correct, mm-hmm. like it feels, the, oh, this is it. This is my awareness. Oh, this is a lie. I'm just lying. But many times we're taught or we are taught that a lie means that we know that we're lying. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. But did you know that most of the time we're lying, but we don't even know we're lying. We're lying to ourselves. We don't even know that we're buying the BS junk. So this director could have bought the lie that he had to make that movie right away. He could have bought the lie that if you put Brandon Fraser in, it's going to ruin your movie. Like, and he knew that again, I don't, I haven't talked to him, but I'm just assuming he knew that that was a lie. Like, no, trust me. It's going to be great. Like he just knew, gosh, and I wonder if more of us chose from our awareness the way he did, how differently and easeful our lives would be. They're not easy. It wouldn't be easy, but it would be more easeful. This last week when I spoke on that stage, it was not easy. That weekend was not easy. 
and it was easeful. And that's a, a big difference. And I was looking for easy, Salome. That's when mm -hmm. I went into that conclusion and like, I shouldn't do it because I was looking for easy. And I'm like, wait, will this be easeful and challenging? I got a yes. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.